Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. Long Island Vibes. On 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays. Now here's your host, Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone. To Breaking It Down, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, today we honor a pop culture name, Tony Dow, who most people know from Leave It to Beaver, a show that was uh, popular in the 50s and 60s, and he played Wally Cleaver, older brother to Jerry Mathers. We've had both of them on the show. This, we believe, may have been Tony's last ever radio interview. And I say maybe because we don't know. We don't know what time or when he did something. I'm looking. I'm looking all over and I can't find it. Tony Dow went into hospice care. His people put out a couple days back that he had passed away and it was premature. He was in hospice and the management team pulled down the statement. It was just one of those, you know, moments, but uh, we'd like to say rest in peace. Tony Dow, very nice guy, very talented guy, a sculptor, artist. The m- bulk of this interview was about his artwork and uh, you could hear the passion he has in his voice about his artwork. And let me, without further ado, introduce the interview that we believe is his last radio interview of all time. He played Wally Cleaver once again and, you know, you know other things, but uh, that's what he's known for. Leave it to Beaver. Frank McKay here. Rest in peace, Tony Dow. And here is our interview from uh, last year, year and a half ago. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a very talented man, a wonderful artist, a sculptor, and his work is just absolutely fantastic. The Balada Gallery is featuring him. And you're going to know him from other places as a director. You know him from directing a bunch of coaches. That's the Craig T. Nelson vehicle. And he was a terrific part of their directing crew over there. He did a Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Harry and the Hendersons, a bunch of them. And, and yeah, a lot of work. But I'm telling you, people are going to remember him always as Wally from Leave It to Beaver. And it's not a bad thing. It's a, a different time. And what a, a wonderful job he did as a child actor there. And But everyone has to check out his artwork. It's just absolutely terrific. Tony Dow is our very special guest. Tony, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How long have you been sculpting? Well, actually, quite a long time. Um, around my... 20th birthday, my folks gave me a, an acetylene torch system, and I started brazing copper. But seriously, I um, started doing it when I was getting ready to retire, so that was around 2000. Yeah. Do you have any idea of quantifying how many pieces you've done? I mean, do you have? You don't have a near count. I mean, if you've been doing it that long, I, I imagine it's hard to keep track of everything. But do you have an estimation of how many sculptures you made, created? Uh, 
Yeah, I've uh, I've done probably oh well not probably I do have them I do have them all in a Excel spreadsheet so I know where everything is um, but I about 130. See, that's terrific. I mean, that's, you know, these are something, uh, things, creations, pieces of art that are going to go on long after you and I are gone. I, people don't get rid of sculpture, you know, and it's the type of, and again, I don't know much about the material. I don't know much about the science, but I imagine that sculptures last longer than paintings just simply by the material used. Well, yeah, they, they last longer than people. <laughs> and um, and paintings, um, but you know, it, it all depends on uh, how much people like something. You know, I mean, also a sculpture lasts longer than people do, and uh, or paintings. And I think the that the 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 reason is that uh, when they're bronze, certainly, you know, when they're outside, they just start looking better. They get a better patina. They start looking really cool. And um, but as all art, it's just a question of how somebody, how much somebody likes it and takes care of it. So, you know, I bet you there's a ton of sculpture in people's um, basements in boxes <laughs> because, yeah. you know, somebody's got a piece of sculpture and the kids come along and look at it and say, "What the heck is that?" I don't know. They put it in a box and you know, yeah. down in down in the basement. So it just depends on. Who's, who's got it and how much do they like it and how much they value it. If it, it goes up in value, but, um, you know, it's got to it's gotta have an uh, audience to do that. How about you? Are you a collector as well as a creator? Well, I really wish I was because um, I've met a lot of really good artists, uh, but I've never been in a position to, uh, to, to collect and uh, so, no, I, I don't collect. I, I, it would be really great. People have, have offered, and I have a few things from people that, you know, we trade, play, trade pieces. But that doesn't happen that often, you know. For example, I'll have a couple of pieces around me, just things that I've picked up at, you know, thrift stores and yard sales, just interesting things. And quite frankly, I have things that I have no idea, you know, how to even figure out who did it. I've never even searched that much. But I do the same with paintings. Some people will say, are you an art collector? And the answer would have to be yes, because I have hundreds of pieces. But the thing is, I'm, I've never been in a position where I'm picking up a Picasso or something along those lines. The only right, time right. I pick up something Something that's worth something is when somebody else didn't know it was worth something and it was you know in a yard sale or, or something along those lines so yes I'm you know I'm a collector and you know I imagine there's a lot of artwork out there a lot of sculpture out there that is unrecognized by people but you know people there's other people who know exactly what it is and exactly what it's worth right yeah well, if you have uh, no time, uh, you're not busy, and you have plenty of time to go around to all, all the yard sales, you might run into something. But, um, you know, most sculptures in galleries and uh, or in people's homes or in people's basements. <laughs> yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. 
They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, let me remind folks that are just tuning in or maybe just turning on their radios a little late. Uh, artist uh, Tony Dow is our very special guest and former child star and director and and an actor. He's got a very diverse, he's kind of a renaissance man. Not kind of, he's a renaissance man. He's, he's done a tremendous amount of directing and I'll bet you a lot of people would be surprised some of the shows that they were watching that you did. A lot of times people don't recognize the director. Unfortunately, they don't pay attention to who's directing their favorite sitcom or whatever. They know the stars right, and so right. forth. But Tony Dow is with us. And again, you know him from Leave it to Beaver, Wally, and his wonderful work there. And we've had Jerry Mathers on the show, and he's a terrific oh, yeah, guy. Are you guys, yeah, still, are you guys still in touch? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, we see each other a couple times a year, three times, you know, whatever. And uh, uh, we talk occasionally. We have a, we talk on birthdays. Every birthday he calls me, and every birthday, every when he's got a birthday, I call him. So that's one time we definitely talk. And uh, But we don't hang out, you know. We don't, like, go out to dinner and uh, hang around. Uh, so, so we're friends, but, you know, we're friends from work. Yeah, there's a lot of people who look at, you know, the world, the family that's known as the, you know, as the TV family or whatever, and they assume that there's this connection. And I guess there's always going to be that connection. You know, guys like Paul Peterson, to me, are, you know, heroic figures in a sense, where he fights for the child star. And a lot of you guys do know each other, and you get in touch with each other from shows and so forth. But you know, for the rest of us, do you keep in touch with a lot of other child stars? Not necessarily that you've worked with, but just that you've come across over the years. Well, yeah, it shows we, you know, we run into people that, that we uh, we know and that are uh, child that were child stars, and uh, also, you know, I have friends like uh, Johnny Provost, and uh, you mentioned Paul Peterson. He's a great guy, and he's. He's been a friend forever. I taught him to water ski so, huh. in Catalina. So, um, and um, you know, we there's sort of this fraternity. You know, uh, I don't know if anybody saw a thing called Child Stars on A and E, but my, my wife Lauren and uh, Melissa Gilbert and I produced uh, an hour show. Uh, it was terrific. Was, I saw it. I, I loved it. Yeah, I th I thought it came out very well. And they played the hell out of it, you know. They played it um, all the time, and then they cut it down. It, it actually was a two-hour show, and then they cut it down to an hour and played it a bunch of times. So that was fun. So that you know, I, it was amazing because we had we shot a lot of it here in our house. Um, we put up a, a green screen, and um, in our guest house, and people just came up, and we do the interviews there. And then they were able to put whatever background they wanted to on it. And, uh, you know, we had Jackie Cooper up here, and we had, uh, uh, I think we had Todd Bridges. I think uh, we had a bunch of, uh, you know, the folks that have been kid stars. Yeah, it's, uh, listen, it's terrific. That was a terrific piece, and you're right. They played it nonstop. It was just, it constantly on. And now, of course, you could see it stream in different spots, I'm sure. Let me ask you, again, I'll remind everyone, you're hearing the voice of Tony Dow, and, again, best known perhaps from Wally. His role as Wally on Leave it to Beaver, but his artwork is just absolutely terrific. 
and he's a sculptor and a director, but his sculpting is just wonderful. Everyone should check it out. Frank McKay here with Tony Dow. Let me ask you about, it's Bellotti, right? Galleries, do I have that right? Or? Bellotta. Bellotta, okay, I got you, Bellotta. And, you know, how long have well, you been... Actually, actually, my wife just corrected me. It's Bellotta. Bellotta. So anyway, it's in yeah. Fort Lauderdale, yeah. Yeah, what can you tell us about them? How long have you been working with... I think that's Frank down there, right? Frank Bellotta. Frank Bellotta, yeah. Um, well, you know, it's funny. I was... Um, I've always... From the very beginning, I've tried to separate the uh, art from the um, uh, celebrity part of my life. So, you know, I, I never... When I do a an interview to uh, try to bolster a show that I'm doing or whatever, I would um, I would just talk about art and I wouldn't talk about the beaver stuff because what ha- well, I think what happens is people tend to think um, that not really a serious artist. You're you know you're just kind of you're like all the rest of the people who who are artistic and diddle in their art. So I, I just wanted to separate it. So and and then it got so that it was impossible. Any interview, I, could, I couldn't do an interview without talking about Leave It to Beaver, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, as I said, I thought that the, that it was tough on the um, on the art side of things. So anyway, um, I was doing that, and it, it wasn't. I, I was selling pieces, but I was mainly selling pieces when I had a one-man show and I'd go to the show and then there'd be a number of people, some fans and a lot of art people, and there I'd sell, you know, 10 pieces or eight pieces or whatever. And that that worked out really well. But anyway, I was just, I was getting kind of tired of it. Uh, And I, I was in a gallery, I think in Laguna, I mean, I've been in a lot of galleries, so I think I was in a, a gallery in Laguna, and I just, uh, oh, no, I know what it was. I was in a gallery in uh, Scottsdale, and uh, they had a guy there that was attending the shop, and not the not the guy that I knew, and uh, somebody said, uh, what's this piece about, or, what, you know, what is it? And the guy said, oh, it was done by some kid actor. You know, so, so needless to say, that piece did not sell, at least to that guy. Anyway, so I did. So I decided that I would, you know, kind of hang out and do things that I really liked. And uh, and then I got a call from uh, Frank, and uh, he said, I'm, "I've got a gallery that's uh, that we're doing just uh, uh, celebrity art." And I thought, oh, I kind of want to do. And then I thought, well, you know what? It hasn't worked to try to separate the art from the person. So I'll go ahead and we'll, you know, put a couple of pieces in his gallery. And he had about he had a gallery. Uh, I don't. I think he had a couple of galleries. But anyway, now he's finally in the Bellotta Gallery, and um, it's really a nice gallery down there in Fort Lauderdale. So. Um, so I decided, what the heck? I mean, yeah. you know, haven't, haven't been able to do it the other way. So I will, um, I will try to see if it works as a celebrity artist. You know, he's got a bunch of celebrity artists. I'll tell you, you know, if you 
you could look at certain actors and actresses and they create a piece of art and you could tell it's well look they're doing this for charity and they're just kind of gimmicky whatever but you can tell the difference between your work and that and I could see it being frustrating you know being lumped in as a child star but I guess that goes for anything I mean there's some you know different people that are actors in their own rights and they sing and for some reason, they're taken less seriously. But if you ever listen to them sing or bought a record or a, um, there's no records anywhere, right? Or downloaded something from them, and you'd hear it. It's terrific. And if you didn't know who it was, you would like it anyway. But somehow or another, it just always gets grouped together. I don't know that there's any way around that in real life, unfortunately, especially now in the information age and computers, you know, with computers and the web being what it is. I mean, everything is no. so visual there and people are going to say oh that's, that's Wally or that's John Boy from the Waltons or that's you know yeah. one of the Brady kids or whatever but everyone should go and check out what you have give us a website you know and hopefully people that aren't driving will look at it while we're talking but give a website where people can see some of your masterpieces okay they're uh, not quite a master, masterpiece masterpiece anyway, is just they, a finished product right I mean that's a it's a completed project, so that's a not an overstatement, a masterpiece. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take that. Anyway, uh, with the Bellotta Gallery in, um, in Fort Lauderdale, certainly you can see pieces, you can see them you know, live. And I have a, uh, and he has a website, so you can go on the BellottaGallery.com website. And, uh, and then also I have my own uh, website called Tony Dow Sculpture. Dot com and um, I'm just redoing it now, so I, I don't know what state it's in at the moment. I mean, I have an appointment right after I talk to you with a with a guy that's doing it. So, but it's a pretty nice website. I mean, you can see all the pieces, and uh, it'll be interesting. Yeah, so, your, your current website looks pretty good. Let me tell you, it caught my eye. I was like, wow, this is impressive. And, you know, especially when you have it up against, you know, other artists and folks. I mean, it's something you got to pay attention to, I guess, or have somebody pay attention to it and because it's a catch-all. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Frank McKay here with Tony Dow, an actor, director, producer, and certainly sculptor. His sculptures are wonderful. Everyone's got to check them out. Buy one and give them out as a gift. If you think about it, and I was asking you about collecting before, when you get into this, when you get into this as a sculptor, as an artist, do you have to learn the business immediately? I mean, is it something that you can't only be an artist, but you have to know what you're doing? For example, you said, I've been involved in different galleries, and, you know, I wouldn't know that part of it. I guess you do temporary spots, you know, with a gallery for, you know, six months, a year, two months, you know, whatever it is. Do you have to take time to learn the business or does that kind of come easily? Well, I don't uh, The business is uh, is my downfall in everything I try to do. So um, I don't really uh, do much on that side. The way I got involved in, in the gallery, 
Well, actually, I was uh, at a TV show doing a bit, a bit with a person, and she she had a gallery in Beverly Hills, and uh, so I told her, I said, "Hey, uh, you want to handle my stuff?" I, I mean, she said, "Well, I don't know, guys. Okay. You know, email a picture to me." So I did, and she started handling it, and then she went out of business, and uh, and and then I was down at the beach with a friend of mine, and in Laguna, which is a big art uh, city. And uh, the friend of mine had a friend who had a gallery there. And so we w- walked up and he introduced me and, uh, you know, he gave me, he gave the guy the, the big pitch about how great the art is. And uh, so anyway, I started in, in that gallery and I was in there for a few years and I sold a lot of stuff out of, out of that gallery. And then that gallery changed hands, and then, as I said, I've been in a, a slew of galleries uh, since then. And then, um, and then that incident where Frank called and said he's putting things together with uh, artists and a celebrity, and uh, why don't you do it? And I had to think hard about it, but I uh, I decided, well, what the heck, you know, might as well do it. And um, <clears throat> So the business side has always been a little sketchy. That the uh, one of the problems with galleries is they have the art and they can sell it. And um, but if if I don't know, um, they don't pay me. You know? right. so, so so I was in a gallery that that was twice sold pieces and uh, didn't didn't tell me. And so you know I obviously. I I got out of got out of the that gallery, but anyway, it's it's uh, it's interesting the business of, of art at the moment. I don't think that uh, people are doing well at the moment. People aren't doing well for sure. But I mean, uh, before this whole thing happened, this coronavirus thing, um, arts art galleries, you know, have to have a special special thing and uh they're hard to they're hard to keep going because people that's not one of the things that a lot of people buy and especially people uh, middle middle class people who you know they're not going to spend money on a piece of art when it takes away from their rent or their uh, you know groceries or whatever so so it you know you tend to sell people who have a lot of a lot of dough, so you've got to be in a gallery where people who have a lot of dough wander around, or you know, you you do shows that uh, uh, with people, and you hope that they like your stuff. But that's that's I have a couple of pieces in uh, you know really uh, ex- exclusive guys' uh, homes. So I'd like to remind people you're listening to Tony Dow. And we believe it's his last radio interview of all time. And rest in peace, Tony Dow. That's terrific. Frank McKay here reminding everyone. Tony Dow is our very special guest, wonderful artist and uh, actor, director, producer. And, you know, his work as a child star from Leave it to Beaver. But I'll tell you, so much more than that. Buy one of his pieces, buy two of his pieces, and especially you guys (laughs) with a lot of bucks. He's tremendous. He is a tremendous artist. 
and he is absolutely terrific and has been wow. sculpting since he's 20 years old. Let me also remind folks that may have stepped away that uh, you're listening to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, artist and actor and director, producer. Tony Dow is our very special guest. Tony, I was talking to an artist, and he was in his 90s and a gentleman, and I was kind of talking to him off the record, and we did a lot of work on the record, but and he was a big fan of Paul Clay, you know, the artist, Paul Clay. It's uh, K-L-E-E, right? And he was talking about some of the contemporaries that Clay was involved with, and he told me, he said, I love even more blank, and I forget the guy's name, but, you know, the guy who Uh hung out with Paul Clay... And I said to him, I said, what's the difference between Paul Clay and that guy? I mean, they were around at the same time. They produced, you know, a similar amount of art. It's beautiful. Both of its, you know, incredible master artists. I said, what's the difference between Clay and the guy there? And he said, public relations, without skipping a beat. He said, public relations, that's the difference. You know, yeah. somebody knew who Paul Clay was and it took off and then somebody didn't, nobody knew who the other guy was. What's your right. response to that? Well, I think that's very true. You know, I, I always say that merchandising is uh, a big part of the, the job and people who really, uh, I have a friend, I was in a friend's gallery and he, he's an artist and he, he, uh, is really a good promoter so his stuff is all over the place and usually uh if stuff has kind of a, a gimmick or something, not a gimmick but a story a, something that that's uh that catches people's eye and and it's in all of the paintings or all sculpture then you recognize that person and uh i think uh that's if, if you like it and that's the first part and and a lot of stuff uh, is likable, but isn't you know isn't great. So it's a mixed it's a mixed bag. But uh, but I think you're right that that you you need public public relations. You need people who uh, you know get out there and tell people. But I ha- you know I have a really good friend in New York, and she's a publicist, and uh, you know she's done things for me, and. Uh, I still, I, I still think the thing, the leave it to beaver kind of thing, um, gets in the way, you know. But that's just the way it is. So, um, yeah. you know, it's not I, I a mean, problem, but I'll. It's going to be there. I mean, you know, no matter what. I almost feel guilty introducing you as Tony, who played Wally, you know, at this point now that you said it. See, I was thinking about public relations in a different way. I was thinking, for example, you know, let's say some high end. You know, billionaire art collector picked up one of your sculptures and, you know, made it clear or somebody made it clear that he or she had that work. I got a Tony Dow piece here that I love and they put it out. Isn't there like a parasite type reaction from that where, and again, parasite's a terrible word, especially in the middle of a pandemic, right? But (laughs) people that consider themselves pretty good art collectors and they'll say hey this guy you know or this gal has a tony dow maybe i should get one as well does it work like that or is that just me it it, it would be wonderful if it worked like that but i think you know i started uh, actually producing the pieces that i produce now in the 60s so that was 20 years ago and or in the, <laughs> the 2000 2000 yeah yeah how did i that's, i flew back okay. to the 60s 
That's because you're saying that Wally thing too much. <laughs> I'm poisoning your mind with the uh, with the beef. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, most most artists, you know, work for a long time. They struggle and they struggle, and then and then something happens. Either they get a review that gives them a credibility, or somebody who's a big art person, uh, you know, loves their art or whatever it is all of a sudden something happens and then they start selling things but they start selling they don't start selling thing like 20 years ago they start selling things and having things from you know the the 40 years that they were struggling and so that that's i think in art you have to you know really pay your dues or you have to really have a gimmick there's a lot of artists that i think are you know just they find a gimmick that works and they just, uh, you know, ride the horse all the way to the bank. And it's, uh, I don't know why, you know, why one thing, uh, you know, I, I wish I knew the guy's name. I can't remember his name, but he he does, he does like um, balloon animals, you know, the, mm -hmm. the things that those guys do. He does them uh, in uh, acrylic and uh you know he's in museums all over the place, and he just—he's a—he's really a, a successful uh, artist at the, at the moment. And uh, you know, I mean, I, it's art, but it's—it's it's kind of—I um, um, wouldn't even call it pop art, but I—I um, just—it's—it's it's a thing that he does. And of course, a lot of times those guys—you um, know—they have big productions, so they have people helping them people do you know so some of the times they don't even make the things whatever it is i don't know i think it's fascinating and i'd love to learn more about it to me i mean it's fascinating and you know again it's hard to separate the different things and again i'll remind everyone once again i'm talking to tony dow and you know so many people know him so many people my age i'm 53 and i grew up with you in reruns actually you know and yeah leave it to beaver and it's part of my childhood and it's part of my nostalgia and everything else but again you know all the directing you did was just terrific uh, the the production but the directing yeah, you put a really wonderful career together there but tony dow now primarily an artist and a sculptor he is terrific and everyone go to tonydow.com i think it is right uh, tony dow tony dow sculpture sculpture right dot com yeah. and, and buy a couple pieces of him especially if you're a famous art collector buy it and then promote it promote the fact <laughs> that you bought it and maybe yeah. others will follow you anyway we got a couple minutes left i know you got some things to do tony thrilled to finally get you and again you're a very modest guy your artwork is absolutely terrific and again and like i said we've been spending most of the time on it and i just think it's fascinating obviously we got to get through this pandemic and, and we're all in it together and we're getting through that once this lifts what's your immediate plans are you doing any directing any production any no, acting I'm sort of I, i'm sort of out of the uh out of the entertainment industry um i kind of um I quit maybe I don't know I, 2010 maybe I'm I'm not sure can't remember but uh, <clears throat> so I'm you know primarily um, doing sculpture and the, this pandemic thing is it's it's made me very angry yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those angry people and so I, it's hard for me to work I can, you know it's hard for me to focus on 
on the sculpture. So I have a couple of commissions that I've got to get done. So, you know, as soon as I get in gear, I'll do those, and that'll probably get me back into it. Well, listen, congratulations on your whole career. And again, it's hard to separate, but you've succeeded in a lot of different things. The sculpting is just tremendous, and your work on this is terrific. Everyone go to TonyDowSculptor.com and buy something, guys. Again, congratulations on your artwork. I mean, it's absolutely terrific and everything else. And congratulations to you and your wife on producing a great show on Child Stars, A&E, Child Stars. You know, shame on me. I didn't even know that you did that. I love it. I didn't realize that. I knew you were involved in it, but I didn't know that was your baby. You guys put that all together, which is amazing. Yeah, we kind of got, we were at a party and we kind of got tired of uh, all the negative press that everybody was getting. Uh, You know, that was about the time that, uh, um, yeah, Gary Coleman um, punched that person. Yep. And so there was a big uh, bruhu about that. There's a bruha, whatever it is. Yeah, right. And, uh, and so uh, we were at a party and we got on that subject and said, well, why don't we do something that's, that's positive? Because all the people that are here are in great shape. You know, they're, they're doing very well and uh, they may be still in the business. They may not, but it'll be fun to, to talk to them. So that's that's where it started. I think it was Billy Mooney's house where it started, actually. And uh, uh, Melissa Gilbert was there, and we just, you know, came up with an idea. And then, you know, my wife was the person who actually did the work of pushing things through. You know, it probably wouldn't have happened if she hadn't kind of taken hold of it. And, and she thought it was a good idea. So, uh, you know, we all we all did whatever we do, and uh, we got it done. So, yeah, and it, it is a great show. Yeah, it, it's got, you know, the the round table at the end is is one of the things I really like. <laughs> yeah, you I, know, it's we're all sitting around in, in a table, and uh, it's a round situation, and we figured out how to use cameras behind black and stuff like that. And so you, you 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 get conversations, you know, you get conversations where people say things that they wouldn't say because they're not being asked a question; they're being uh, involved in a conversation. So they're much more vocal and much more honest. And uh, so I thought that worked out really well. I mean, some of the people that you just mentioned, even casually through, you know, we mentioned Paul Peterson before, and of course what he did with a minor consideration is, and, and continues to do is amazing. Melissa Gilbert was the president of the Screen Actors Guild, you know, I believe for, I don't know if she still is, but she was for a no, while. And, you know, you're doing just wonderful work with your artwork. And, and Jerry Mathers is, you know, a gentleman. I've had him, you mentioned John Provost, a terrific guy. I've had him on the show at least once and his lovely wife. You know, she's a great Hollywood historian, and she does a lot on child stars. But I'm so glad you and your wife and the others put that together. Bill Moomy, you mentioned Bill Moomy. He's been on the show, and he's another terrific guy. You know, you hear the stories about the different strokes guys. And again, I say it respectfully, but, you know, Todd 
is out there, and he's had his struggles, obviously. And Gary Coleman, you know, he had a nightmare with the parents. And, and Dana Plato is the, the tragic figure that everyone kind of points to. But if you think about it, there's a lot more of you out there, you know, and then talk about the Jody Fosters and the Ron Howards. Uh, Ron Howard's a billionaire. <laughs> he's an amazing guy, right? But yeah, you, he's amazing. And, and, and Kurt Russell. And yeah. uh, there's, a, there's a, I would say there's a good dozen <clears throat> that are in that category that have acted when they were young. And a lot of it, um, you don't know that unless you are a fan of the person and read read everything. So, you know, it's not common knowledge that uh, that uh, that Kurt Russell was a was a child actor. You know, he was at Disney. Anyway, go ahead. You were doing something. You were actually yeah well, on a roll there. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but yeah, Kurt Russell, of course, had tremendous success as a child star. Even Mickey Dolan's from the Monkees. I mean, he was a child star. People don't look at him as that because he had success with the monkeys and you know continues to produce you know at the different shows throughout but there's more positive stories about you know in real life than of child stars than there are negatives it's just that the press and the media and again I'm part of it you know I'm not slamming them I'm not one of these anti-press guys but the press and the media boy they love those horrible stories about you know robbing liquor stores and and everything else and some of them are real there's no question about it but they kind of lump you guys together and I just think it's terrible and what you and your wife did on that particular show was just a positive and just terrific work on it any last words and again give us the website where people can buy the sculpture and your artwork is just Tony great the Bellata Gallery is a Bellata Gallery. It's uh, uh, B-I-L-O-T-T-A. So B-I-L-O-T-T-A dot com, I guess. And uh, he he has a website of uh, of all the people that he represents, and I'm there. Um, so you can do it that way, which uh, which is good, and then you can contact the Bellata Gallery. Or you can look on my website, which is TonyDowSculpture.com. That is just being revised, and it's going to be very cool. Again, everyone's got to buy a piece. Please, buy a piece. Yeah, everyone listening is going to buy a piece. (laughs) (laughs) If that's the case, you're going to have to work harder to get some more pieces out. But uh, uh, (laughs) hopefully somebody buys a piece. How about that, off of this conversation? And listen, it's terrific. I was talking to my wife about your work before we spoke, and we were just looking at it and just saying, wow, you imagine being able to do this, and you do it, and you actually have that skill. We just don't possess it. We do other things well. It's just that's not one of them but I just can't imagine doing what you do so well it's terrific Tony Dow thank you very much for being here and again congratulations hey thank you very much and thanks for hanging in with the sculpture I think that was uh, I I haven't had an interview that was that interested in the sculpture Uh, so it's nice to do you know that, that gets the word out and I appreciate that so thank you Easy to do when it's so good. Tony Dow has been our very special guest. Please check out his sculpture. And if you're one of those people in position to buy it, if you see something you like, buy it. I mean, artists are not a dime a dozen. Guys like this and gals like this that can do this are just amazing individuals. And he's one of them. Tony Dow is terrific. And if you go to TonyDowSculptor.com, 
and you can get there. And, sculpture. and it's actually sculpture. Sculpture. S C U L P T U R. Right there we go, and also the Bolada. BaladaGallery.com. They can find it. They'll if they put in anything like yeah. that, they're going to be able to find it for sure. But right. go there and check out the piece. But again, I know everyone knows him as Wally, or a lot of people know him my age, know him as Wally from Leave It to Beaver, and he did terrific work there and great work behind the camera. Coach, he I think did a dozen of those episodes as director, and that was a great show, and he was a big reason why, and tremendous. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, he did one of those, and, and that, boy, that's got cult following like you wouldn't believe. Harry and the Hendersons, which was terrific. I think very underrated TV show. It was uh, great, and he did a, about a half dozen of them. But Tony Dow, sculptor, actor, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, one of my favorite shows that I directed was Babylon 5. Babylon 5, that's right. Oh, I did a whole bunch of those. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, listen. Didn't mean mean to interrupt. That's all right. No, we had, and he passed away first, Stephen first. He was on Babylon 5, wasn't he? And yep. yeah, he was a terrific guy, and and we had him. I think we had his last interview. He was terrific, and that's yeah. well, that's an underrated show too, Babylon Five. Shame on me for forgetting that. But Tony Dow, once again, actor, director, producer, but sculptor, has been our very special guest, artist Tony Dow. Once again, check out his work. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. This has been our tribute to Tony Dow. He is known, best known for Leave It to Beaver. His role is Wally Cleaver, the eldest brother to Jerry Mathers' role in Beaver. And rest in peace to a great artist. His artwork was fantastic. A sculptor, really extraordinary sculptor. And, uh, you know pop culture figure and we tell to his family and his friends rest in peace Tony Dow uh, who was passed at the age of 77 and Frank McKay signing off we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down this is Breaking It Down with your host Frank McKay on 1071 WLIRFM Hampton Bays